0: I'm an Anna. I'm Anna. Anna <laughs> I Anita on the... I air. love that. I'm an Anna. I'm, I'm mixing up my own name. How about that? <laughs> I love oh. it. Yeah, yeah. You made me laugh. Yay. Oh, good. That is important. It's so important. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. There's so many. So many, as we were discussing pre-show, there's so many things that were happening um just the past several days and today and um of course we're going to talk about i know my favorite one of my favorite subjects which is law of attraction and uh-huh. um how things show up for us not to us we're not it's not doing anything mm-hmm. to you it's for you so uh-huh. it's shifting your words and how we're being in the in this world but um yeah so one of the things that is interesting is and I didn't even I didn't even talk about this before but my I one of my cousins he's uh I think he's lost two cats in the last couple of months and wow quite devastated by it which of course you know it's, it's it's he just doesn't handle it very well and today was one of the days where he lost a cat and, he just messaged me, mm-hmm. and he said, you know, I'm, I'm empty. I'm just empty. So, uh-huh. you know, and, and there's been a lot of, of passings of, of different people literally over the past couple of days for me, and people that I didn't necessarily know well, but I had really delicious conversations with. And uh-huh. um, so it's, it, I guess the question would be, one, how do we – I mean, I know how I would speak to people in, in, the, in that space of, of grief and mm-hmm. knowing, and some people will understand, I mean, will understand energy and understand the perspective of, of what I call perceived loss, you know, that, mm-hmm. that has
1: mm-hmm.
0: not gone well with a lot of people when you say perceived loss, but it is a perceived mm-hmm. uh, loss, and, you know, it's, there, there aren't many words that you can really use to to help someone soothe that uneasy feeling or that not mm-hmm. happy feeling. Let's put it that way. I don't know if you had any mm-hmm. feedback on that. I would love some.
1: <laughs> well, I, I do because you know I lost yeah. my husband in twenty nineteen and my mom in mm-hmm. twenty twenty.
2: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: so luckily the hospital actually had a program where you could go more than once with a group. And it was funny because, um, in, in my situation, you know, my husband could have taken better care of himself. Now with my mom, that was a different story. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, I had. I just told the group I have a lot of anger around it that you know I was just angry that he didn't see the consequences. So I think, you know, you know me, so you know I communicate, you know, to friends. And I think you know that that was part of it that yes, you know, I was sorry to lose him, but really In that case, it was his choice. Now, so I think the best thing to do, because you don't know anybody's situation when you're talking Mm -hmm. to them, Mm -hmm. you know, unless, again, if it's somebody real close, you would. But like you said, you talk to these people, but maybe, you know, you weren't always around them. So in that case, I think just the best thing you could say is just to ask, question you know um, you know, let, tell me how you're feeling. Tell me um, if there's anything I could do to help you know to help you find peace or help you uh, go through this process. Um, you know, have you thought about counseling, you know et cetera. I mean, those are the types of things I think when people are struggling, Um, that they're maybe not thinking of options. Right. Which kind of goes back to the law of abundance because in most things in life, now we don't have an option if someone dies because that's kind of, you know, either it's sudden or it's life choices they make that lead them to that place. Mm -hmm. Um, But still you have a choice to ask for assistance because, you know, there is assistance. And now that we have the internet and everything else, there's, you know, places to go. Now I know some people would argue with me because maybe people get in a deep depression Mm -hmm. and sometimes you don't Mm -hmm. go for assistance. So I hope I'm answering your question. I just think, I think it's hard because there's so many different things that happen in a death mm-hmm. and there's, there's a lot of different timing, you know, is it a young death? Is it an old death? Cause I mean, let's face it. There's a point where we come in and we go out, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's just, that's just part of life.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: so, you know, I know for me, uh with my grandkids, I've told them, you know, not to be sad because I truly believe we are here more than once.
0: Right. And
1: to learn the lessons. So it's, to me, it's not really a sad thing. I mean, I don't want to die that violently or anything like that. You know, I'd like for it to be a peaceful transition. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I know... I'm going to be okay when I transition.
0: Right. That's actually and, what I said. I said over the weekend was I. I'm not. I don't mind the idea of it. I don't mind it at all. Um, it's not something that I necessarily dwell on, and I just don't want it to be violent. You know, I want it to be. I want to go yeah. deep and not look up. You know, I mean, that's it. Yeah. So, exactly. Yeah. Other than that, I'm not afraid of leaving the planet. And mm-hmm. you're right. There's so many different scenarios. Like this weekend, there were so many different scenarios. One was someone I had talked to through um, through social media that we actually went to high school together, but she was younger than me. And she and I had chit-chatted back and forth through Messenger, and her son posted um, over the weekend that she had passed away. And mm-hmm. I was like, wow, that um, – and of course for me it was all of a sudden. But for her it wasn't. Mm-hmm. So I look back on her page and I'm looking at her post and she'd not been well for a long time. And it's interesting, you know, you talk about your husband that just passed. Mm-hmm. And it's that mm-hmm. same it's it's a it's a series and a mixture of life choices and also our our stories or how we live our life based on what we've been programmed, which mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. interesting. Um with mm-hmm. uh with the loss of, of animals and such and I, I love that advice is how can I how can I help you or how can I soothe you? And um you know my mm-hmm. cousin doesn't live in this state so I'm unable to go see him. Although we text each other probably I don't know that it's every day but <laughs> a lot during the week. Just uh talking mm-hmm. about all kinds of stuff. But he, um, you know, he has such a love of animals, and mm-hmm. actually, we had talked earlier before he found his his cat, and one of his mm-hmm. biggest fears he had to go to the hospital over the weekend, and because um, he had some chest pains, and then everything was fine, and he mm-hmm. was, uh, and I messaged my dad, and I said, can you go over and check his place out, check his dogs and cats, make sure he's okay. And so we were talking about that, and he's trying to make a a plan B, basically, if anything were to happen to him. And I said, you know, Mm -hmm. I'm I'm traveling, so I I can't be guaranteed to be there, but if you let me know, I mean, I said, is there something you need to tell me? He's like, no. I said, he goes, I'm just making sure that they're taken care of. I'm like, all right. I said, so, you know, let's just keep in communication about it. And then, of course, a couple hours later, he sends me a, a message, and, you know, his cat got hit and right in front of his house. And then he was very upset. So mm-hmm. that's the, you know, it's all I, and all I could say to him is I'm, you know, I'm, I'm sending you, you know, virtual hugs and a lot of love and, and he gets it. He understands energy yet. He gets very, <laughs> he gets very upset with, because I mean, he had one that passed several, several months ago and he, he just, he can, he still can't even talk about him. you know, just still can't talk about him. Mm -hmm. well that's what I was going to say too
1: Anna for me like with my husband and my mom it's the for me the grief is more about the void because I was so busy taking care of both of them Mm -hmm. that it was like when they both passed and you know right near each other there it's you know we talk about ascension and change and all that, and so the the biggest thing for me is you not only have like I wasn't shocked with my husband and my mom was ninety, so you know that yeah. um, you know you just kind of expect sometimes <laughs> mm-hmm. you know they're gonna go and um but for me, it was more like I did a lot of caretaking and driving here and there so that took up a lot of my time. Yeah. And now now you've got the loss plus you've got the space. Right. You know, you've got it's kind of like it's really kind of like I mean, even though it's sadder, of course, because it's the loss, but it's kind of like when a kid goes off to college. Right. You know, you're used to going, taking them to ball games, and going here and there. And now, boom, you got this space. Right.
0: You but know, and I'm not built, saying in the
1: you, grief or sadness area, but yeah. yeah.
0: Well, having known you through all of those, all of that, and watching mm-hmm. how you handled that um and because uh-huh. i know with your husband you did you went through your angry phase and then you uh-huh. finally just said you know what i can't push up against this anymore i can't resist it you even said i just uh-huh. have to stop you know what you said was i need to stop nagging him <laughs> to be uh-huh. healthier uh-huh. and to be yeah and you just said i have to stop and you said i will be here for him you know for what mm-hmm. he needs taking him to the doctor and, and running errands mm-hmm. and things like that. I remember you saying that and I and I thought to myself, wow, that so what a you know that's a huge shift or a huge pivot yes. for a lot of people because they don't get that. They just they they just that anger just builds for a lot of people. And mm-hmm. so having that um and, you know, watching go through that. And then with your mom, I mean, you, ap- when your mom passed, you just, it's almost as if you knew she was happy. Like, you got, mm-hmm. you knew that she, like, she was just free of everything that held her back you know mm-hmm. and i know mm-hmm. like me i know you miss your mom because you guys are you know you guys are buddies <laughs> yeah, we were yeah we
1: were very close yeah but i and still so- i still get like her favorite numbers were five five five
0: mm-hmm. you know it's
1: still like she draws my attention to it yeah
0: and, and that's when what I'm i saying. when i
1: was yeah when i was on vacation camping a mm-hmm. cardinal landed on the picnic table I was sitting at it was just me landed there and sat there for a while and you know cardinals sometimes are past loved ones they say so yeah yeah. I I think they're still around is all I'm saying to you but yeah
0: Yeah, and it's not I mean it is yes we all go through our grieving process yet where we are Mm -hmm. in that grieving and again that's and there's no wrong or right answer. And I think, I think people need to understand that. I mean, I've had people who, um, I I certainly grieved, you know, for a while for my mom and even my last Mm -hmm. relationship. So it's, you have that period of time that you allow yourself. Mm -hmm. Although when you start shifting your mindset, you don't have to stay in that, you know, there are moments I'm sure that hit you, that hit me, that are like, mm-hmm. oh, I wish that person was here, or I missed that, or something, mm-hmm. some fondness. Well, you had a huge up.
1: void. You had a huge void when your relationship broke up.
0: Oh, big time, yeah. And that yeah. was... Yeah, a huge definitely Uh definitely a process and that all kind of blends blends into our topic which is law of attraction and what you're attracting in your life Uh not that you're attracting death Uh or anything like that it's not about that but it's Uh attracting what kind of relationships you're going to have what's happening, what happens in your relationships, whether they be a, a, a death as in leaving the physical world or a death as in a divorce or a separation or a split. And a lot of people don't see mm-hmm. the, the good in it or the gift in it. And that's something that, again, you know, something that happens for you, not not to you, but for you. So understanding mm-hmm. that energy and not saying that, you know, people – people die for you in that sense but also taking and gleaning the the gifts you know the gift of you know appreciation of your mom and the life that you guys live together and and even mm-hmm. with your your husband it was you you guys did have mm-hmm. fun you had you know, there were some good times and then there was right. some time there was some shifting times and then it's time like you said you were so busy but now look at all that you immersed yourself in and all the experiences and, and things that you are you are basically dipping your toe into energetically and learning to mm-hmm. expand your knowledge and your energy and your space and something that's very powerful you didn't sit around and mope on your couch i mean it wasn't no it wasn't that at all yeah. no so no and and, I, and you know
1: i was lucky too because um the greatest gift my husband gave me was there at the end he he really did let me know he was ready to go. Yeah. I think he was tired of the struggle too. Mhm. And so that was really a gift. Yeah. You know, that that helped my grief. Mhm. Because it wasn't like he was trying to hang on or you know, he was gonna eat better. He was gonna do this. I mean, he didn't do any of that at the end. He said, "I don't want a feeding tube," and you know, that was it.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: And like a day or two later, he was gone. Yeah.
0: yeah. It's um, so. actually I <clears throat> I went to a funeral on Friday. Um, my great uncle mm-hmm. had pa- had passed, and the. You know, and that's a sad time. It certainly is. He would have been, I think, 90 coming up here. Mm. And his uh, family, his kids were, when we were little, we were all close. And I had not seen them. I hadn't seen most of them, all except for one I had not seen since I was little. And the other one. Oh, wow. When I was in Tybee because she was close to Tybee Beach. But the interesting part is, you know, you bless those moments. That are, I mean, it's a funeral, so it's not an extremely happy time. But the happiness came with reconnecting with uh, people that you know mm-hmm. I grew up, grew up with that I love, you know, and so it's like, mm-hmm. wow, here we all are as adults, and we're, you know, we stayed there, stayed at my cousin's house after the funeral, and we just a lot, a lot of us just caught up. I mean, we just caught up in life and th- and experiences and things that. had happened and one of my cousins was telling me her basically her story of things that had happened to her and her family and um, I'm like wow if we were to put a you know whose whose situation was worse she won the prize at the same time she proceeded to look at me and say you know I wake up every morning and I appreciate everything that I have and I think that Mm -hmm. everything that I've gone through has been a blessing and I just, uh-huh. you know, I was in awe of that shift. I mean, and she wasn't doing an oh-woe with me at all. What she was doing uh-huh. was, you know, these things have happened, but this is what's come out of it. She saw the gifts, and she's taken the gifts uh-huh. and, and running with it, you know. And so
2: uh-huh.
0: I, you know, I definitely want to keep up with those. I mean, I've been texting them and stuff, so I definitely want to keep up with them because uh just want to, you know, just connective and and say, hey, I'm here. You know, let's talk to each other. Let's connect. And it's -hmm. it's interesting how his passing brought some of us back together, you know. And and so, again, there's, Mm -hmm. again, and it just goes Mm -hmm. back to what you're looking at. And, again, you know, our topic is the law of attraction. But law of attraction is an energy. Law of attraction is what a lot of people call karma. You know, what comes around Mm -hmm. goes around, right? Or Right, it's what what's in your vibration, and when you understand vibration and frequency, mm-hmm. you understand that what you put out there comes back. Now, I don't know, right? Um And I question, you know, when you talk about my relationship that really went sideways. You know, I was like, I did do that. I was like, how did this happen to me? Like, and then I went, ooh, don't ask that question because <laughs> I don't really want to know
2: but
0: it is. And you think, but then you think of all the things that you've asked for in your life and how are you going to get to those places when you don't have somebody supporting you? Um, And and when I Uh say support, just having that emotional support that says, good job, Uh you know, or, you know, keep keep going, keep going, or how can I support you? Uh And so um, I think, you know, being able to shift through that, and certainly, you know, I can't say that not having my kids with me every day is a is a compromise <laughs> because I don't feel like it is. But at mm-hmm. the same time, one of my one of my dear friends said, you know, Anna, there's a reason why your kids aren't with you every day, and so use that that time and that energy to mm-hmm. something more effective and more and more just something more. So. Mm-hmm. Anyway, but that, I'm, you know, I did, I picked the top of the law of attraction, but all of this, um, say death, all this passing has happened literally within the last, since you know, the last couple of days, mm-hmm. and, you know, there's, there's more people that have passed and I'm like, wow, what's, what's going on? And of course you, mm-hmm. you know, what's happening in the world today, we're still losing mm-hmm. or releasing a lot of people off planet and, um, uh-huh. you know, so there is a, there's a, a shift definitely a shift that is happening out there, and
1: mhm um, big
0: one, mhm,
1: yeah, but it's yeah. I can tell it's becoming um you know i I know a lot of people see, of course, I don't watch regular news, you know, or anything like that, but i I do online things like you do with international people, you know, people from mm-hmm. all over.
2: Mm-hmm. And
1: um, that's really where mm-hmm. I get my news from, you know, how are you doing? What are you seeing in your country? You know, that type of thing. And
0: mm-hmm.
1: in general, um, you know, I think it's getting much better, personally.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: So well,
0: that, that's what
1: I'm seeing.
0: Yeah. We don't see the, the not good stuff because we're not watching. Um, that mm-hmm. that's going on and and I want to say this you know again that law of attraction is what you focus on expands so and mm-hmm. watching first of all you have the only I and I want to you know you can say you have no control over anything else that happens outside of you and in some way you do because you have when you control or you work on your inside it will start reflecting your outside And for us to not be privy to the things that are happening in the big wide world is because we don't allow ourselves that because allowing that to affect your vibration or your frequency. And I think that's important Mm -hmm. for people to understand because a lot of people want to, you know, they want to know what's going on and they want to know what's happening and they want to at the same time Mm -hmm. that it can be very disturbing to you energetically to keep that in your vibration. Because well, what like, I find, yeah.
1: what I find is, you know, exactly what you're saying. But like you said, what what I find and what I teach, and I I think some of what you teach too, is it starts with me. Yes. Okay. It starts <laughs> with, you know. I don't complain about division of people and all that because what I see is unity. To me, all human beings are doing the best that they can or the best that they know how. Right. So to me, it's my job, okay, not to judge, but it's my jo- job to be love, to be that space of love, and yeah. to. Use loving words and to do something, serve in some way that helps and empowers people. And I don't mean enabling because to me, enabling does not help people. Mm
0: -hmm. You know, I
1: can make all the suggestions in the world and give you all the tools in the world. And that's, I think, my job is what I'm doing to serve and I can give you my experiences but if you choose not to listen and you choose to take a different way and you're still doing the same thing, I am not going to be mad at you. Right. Because to me, you're just not ready yet. Right.
0: So you've made that's better. kind of, yeah.
1: Yeah. But I, I do feel from being with healing groups and stuff, that we do have a lot of control as a group. When we come Mm -hmm. together as a loving group and Mm -hmm. we put a lot of that good energy out, I think that does have a big, good effect on the world.
0: Yes. I'm with you on that. I think if you've listened to anything that's Abraham Hicks, Abraham will say, Mm -hmm there aren't a lot of people on the leading edge and leading edge doesn't mean we know more or, or, um, we're any better. It's just that we hold our vibration differently than Mm -hmm. most people in the world. And that, that, that energy, that positive energy is so high vibrational when you get yourself at that certain stage of vibration, and you can shift mm-hmm. yourself when you feel yourself coming down from that. And you shift yourself back and you continue. They always talk about pivoting and pivoting, 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 shifting, looking for the better feeling thought. I am where I am and it's okay. It's soothing yourself and being able to soothe, soothe yourself and keep yourself in the state of – if you know, know about the emotional guidance scale, um, Abraham has an emotional guidance scale. There's a couple of different emotional guidance scales out there. You know, if you play between – uh, the, the emotions of one in seven, which one is being love, you know, love and joy, happiness, mm-hmm. you know, and peacefulness and hopefulness and all that. So you keep yourself up there. If you, when you can shift, not if, but when you can shift that vibration into those better feeling thoughts, even you know the the bottom the bottom emotion, and it's not a hierarchy either. That's a lot of people think. Oh, mm-hmm. I'm not in a good place. You know, I'm depressed. I'm not in a good place. Mm-hmm. Well, when you recognize that, recognize that you're looking for a better feeling thought. What's a better feeling thought than depression? Believe it or mm-hmm. not, anger is. Get angry. You start feeling angry. People and yeah, I've had angry people around me. It's like congratulations, you're getting your power back. And they're like, what? It's like yeah, you're mm-hmm. you are working on getting your power back. So pat yourself on the back. And just keep going. You know, when you start moving up mm-hmm. that emotional guidance scale, just keep patting yourself on the back. And it's okay to roll around in this guidance scale. It's okay to understand that, you know, when you're going to grieve, you're going to grieve, you're going to be sad. It's okay. And then you can shift that into happiness of times that you did. You had good times. It was wonderful. Yes, I missed that person, and I mm-hmm. or I miss something about them that I get triggered in a, in a moment of happiness. Cause I remember, I don't know, my mom making lasagna and I was happy about that. Not you sure? know, and, and, and actually this, this weekend mm-hmm. it was funny because one of my cousins said, do, do you or your sister make the, the, the tall lasagna that your mom used to make? Cause my mom made lasagna in a roasting pan and it was like, I don't know, seven, eight inches tall. <laughs> so they, mm-hmm. back up they, they remember, my mom made really tall lasagna. So it's kind of neat. Mm-hmm. That's, what, that's what they remember. And it makes you happy. And so mm-hmm. you you can use that as your jumping off place. But you can also use sadness and anger and grief as a jumping off place. People, mm-hmm. you know, people make people angry. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, are you reacting to what someone else said? Are you allowing them to take your power? And so mm-hmm. those are the things that. We well, I can give you. you an example of that today if you want one
1: yeah i'd love one okay i was dealing with my phone company i thought i'd follow up on something in the past that nobody had gotten back i mean i had i had a little time to do it today so i was following up and i got this uh customer service rep and and i you know um of course I worked help desk and everything else. I experienced a lot of different customer service and so my idea when I did that was always that there's some people that do customer service that will not admit they don't know. Mm. You know. And and that's mm-hmm. true in life too. You know, mm-hmm. I'm just same people will say won't say, Well, I don't know. And so I had a guy, and and I knew they had documentation because I had even gone to the Better Business Bureau with this complaint. And the guy guy said to me, "Um, "I find it difficult to believe you." He told you so. Yeah, this is a customer service. I find it difficult to believe you. And I said, well, can't you look in your records there? Because, you know, they write down when you do a ticket, they write down what happened. Mm -hmm. Well, I don't see it in my records. I find it difficult to believe you.
0: Mm -hmm. So,
1: you know, I thought to myself, you know, I'm, I'm not going to do this resistance drama thing. And I just hung up on the person. You know, I was like, this is going, it was like talking to a brick wall, and I called yeah. back, and then I got a very nice person, and they explained it to me, and it made sense. Yeah. Okay, so, you know, it doesn't mean that you, if I had kept going with the other guy, to me, that would have been enabling. I would not have been setting my boundaries. I would have been allowing someone to disrespect me when I had no on everything I was saying Mm -hmm. so there are times to me in your life in your family where you need to just for a while walk away yeah you know there you have to walk away because to me unless you're just superwoman or superman you don't want to be in that kind of vibration all the time. Right. So, you know, a lot of people...
0: Yeah, go ahead. I was going to say there are a lot of people who enjoy that confrontation. And when when you walk away like that, a lot of times they get upset. They're like, why are you walking away from... You know, why are you walking away from this situation or why are you walking away from what I'm saying to you?
2: Mm
1: Mhm. Right, but you know, I'm not gonna argue with that. And I think that's something for people to learn that because I know I've seen people with relatives that the relative is not gonna shift their point of view. You know, they're no matter what happens, they're gonna they're gonna Stand like a brick wall in this point of view, whether it's wrong or right, okay? So to me, that's an easy family member to deal with because I'm going to always know where that family member stands, so I'm not going to even go around that subject when I'm with them. Right. Okay. It's not.
0: Go ahead. A lot, that is- say a lot of that is ego. Ego. Yeah. That they have to be
1: right. Yeah. Yeah, and that's fine. You know, if I know that about them, let them Mm -hmm. be right. Yeah. What is
0: it? Would you rather be right or rather be happy? (laughs) Yeah,
1: exactly. And I'd rather be happy, and I don't hate them. You know, like I say, they're they're just a different place in their journey, and they're not ready to examine options or different point of views, and that's fine. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And that goes, you know, and it goes back to allowing and allowing people to be who they are and allowing Mm -hmm. people to um, experience their life the way they want to experience it. And even though you may Mm -hmm. know, you know, oh, like, for example, we were trying to, you know, I was telling you earlier that I know some, some, uh, Folks who are not well right now, and not a COVID, not well, but just in something else like a cold or something else uh-huh. going on, and so you want to offer the all the different um remedies, you know, fresh juices and some, you know, some uh-huh. veggies and some, you know, some apples and some lemons, and you know, you're doing all this stuff, uh-huh. and sometimes they refuse, and you're like, you can't, you can't make them consume it, uh-huh. you, know, you uh-huh. can't make. You can't make them take it. <laughs> you know that's a choice. Nope. Yeah. So uh-huh. and you and, and being, and, you know, really understanding energy and knowing energy when you when you go about, you know, saying, "Oh, I understand why this is happening." You know, because of this thought or this, you know, this the way I was uh-huh. being or. Um, it, it's so weird. Like I remember when we first started talking about law of attraction. I, for me, it was it's been eleven years. So I look back at that and I think, um, what's happening in your now is a direct. Um, it's a it's a it's a thought literally from it could be from yesterday or a week ago or a month ago depending on how strong that thought was and how much emphasis you put mm-hmm. on it how much energy you put on it. And so we mm-hmm. always say, what you focus on expands. And when you, if you're, if you're new to the idea of law of attraction, or I say the idea of it, but what it is, it's energy. When you're new to understanding it, you, um, when you first get it, it's like, oh my God, the grass is greener, the tree, the trees are brighter and more beautiful, and you just want to go hug them, mm-hmm. and everything is beautiful. And then it's almost like you're, you're, you're. Immersed in this brand new world, and then as things sort of even out, and you start learning how to shift and pivot, then you'll understand. All of a sudden, something happens, like maybe somebody bumps you in a car. You know, you have a little somebody that Uh just kind of taps your bumper. Well, that little Uh energetic lineup is something it could. And some people are like, "Well, I didn't, I didn't hit anybody. I didn't." You know, it's like attracts like. It's like yeah, it's energy though. So what are these thoughts that? You know, or what are the thoughts that you're thinking that lined up with that little fender bender? You know, so it's so weird mm-hmm. to start thinking about, um, because even when someone does you, when someone does something wonderful for you, okay, mm-hmm. and then it's almost like we say pay it forward. Well, there's some people that say, mm-hmm. uh, "Well, I did I did this for you." Like say, Anita, I um, you know, I gifted you something, and then so if mm-hmm. I'm expecting you to gift me something, that's a different ending. Mm-hmm. Now, if I turn around, oh and,
1: yeah, that's yeah, that's not a gift to me.
0: Right, but if you say, oh, Anna gifted me this, you know, this, this thing, I'm going to go over here and gift this person this thing, and it pays it forward. Mm-hmm. It keeps that energy going. So it's a different energy than I've, I've gifted you and I'm expecting you to gift me back. That's a different energy. And, it's, it's, and you can kind of sit just, with it and you feel it.
1: Yeah, I was just talking about that today because, you know, I've been doing a bunch of decluttering. And it's yes. so funny because I'll get a bunch decluttered and then I'll go by my sister's and she'll give me like a carload of stuff. Uh-huh. And so I was laughing today. I said, you know, I am just so full of abundance
0: because
1: mm-hmm. I declutter and I get it filled up again. And I you declutter make
0: you, and you you I know. get it. <laughs> but that is, but that, is, and that is law of attraction and that is um, the universe. What do they say? of the void. You were talking about a void. When you stopped being that caregiver for your husband and your mom, you had this, this void. But you started filling it mm-hmm. with good and loving, positive energy in classes mm-hmm. and losing your energy. You didn't, Like I said, you didn't just lay there with a hole in your heart and lay on the couch. You Mm-mm. went and you did something to fill your soul. And that's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. You do that when that you bring that energy uh-huh. in and all of a sudden you're putting that energy out into the world it just becomes more and more beautiful and what i wanted to say was you as you perpetually start doing this you can shift things that happen in your life you can shift uh-huh. stuff that happens in your life because now you're learning to pivot and now you say okay uh-huh. um like okay for example both of us our examples are we've had we've had our mom's pass you know we mm-hmm. still talk to our moms. Mm-hmm. We still get hints from our moms. We still have fond yeah. memories of our moms. We choose to remember yeah. the good in our moms or the, mm-hmm. I think good and God are the same, the God in our moms, you know. Mm-hmm. We know and mm-hmm. we know that they're still around us and we get that. And mm-hmm. then we talk about, you know, you talk about people passing. And my thing is, you know, when mm-hmm. people leave the planet, when they leave the planet, don't forget them. They're still around you. So, right, there was a lot of there was a lot of sadness at this funeral, but there was a lot of happy times and happy thoughts and happy um, connectivity. They played an old movie that when we were little, you know, we were all running around as little. I mm-hmm. was um, like four or five, and you know, everybody's running mm-hmm. around. The kids are playing, and so there's a lot of happiness and good memories that come out of it. So you've got to fill it with the happiness. Of course, they're going to go through their Mm -hmm. grieving cycle where they miss their dad. You know, they're going to go Mm -hmm. through the grieving cycle. And then they're going to be blessed to look at their families and go, I love my family. I love my kids. I love my grandkids. Mm -hmm. I love, you know, so Mm -hmm. that and, and they're collectively a family. So it's beautiful. So it's really understanding that energy and how we stay steeped in something that doesn't feel good you know, and it's okay mm-hmm. if you want to stay in the muck. I always say if you want to stay stuck in the muck, it's okay. Mm-hmm. But I'm all about Well working you
1: <laughs> You and I have a good example for when you were at my house, you know, recently. Mm-hmm. Remember we were oh, we yes. won't mention names,
0: but yes.
1: you were listening to something that
0: webinar, yeah.
1: Was unusual unusual because it wasn't something that normally happened. But again, Mm -hmm. I believe it happened for a reason,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: and you know what did we do? We made an abundant situation about it with the direction we're both going to be going
0: in. Yes,
1: so which actually so
0: pushes us. It pushes us in a direction, and to me, that. That's the important thing to understand the signs, because you and I had talked mm-hmm. about this a couple of times, and then you said, "Oh, there's a that was it." You said, "There's a webinar I want you to listen to," and I was always listening. We both looked at each other, and you looked at me, and went, "I don't know what that is. I don't know what that is." So, this is it's like it's like well, the universe said, "WTF?" Wasn't it? Yeah, we did. <laughs> And and that's when the the universe is listening to you, and the universe is turning you (laughs) in a different direction. So (laughs) it's being very aware of that and not being upset that, that you know, okay, we can't use this platform, Um, maybe, just for a little bit, but definitely create your own platform. Yeah, so you you start Uh, learning the signs. You start becoming like this season pivoter. You start understanding... That, well, yeah. here's the thing, here's the the thing that a lot of people don't get, because when you are in a space of happiness and bliss and joy and peacefulness and love, a lot of mm-hmm. people are not going to be hugely fond of you. <laughs> a lot of times people that you're very close to aren't going to be hugely fond of you. They cannot be around you. Because... You know, there's that old saying, what, misery loves company. Or, you know, so uh-huh. again, like attracts like, right? If you're in a state uh-huh. of love, you cannot be in a state of hate. If you are not, if you are in a state of sad, you cannot be in a state of happy. You cannot have both in uh-huh. the same space. So when uh-huh. you occupy a space that is um, wellness, that is love, that is happiness, that is joy, you cannot have the opposite at the same time in your space. It can briefly pass you. Mm -hmm. It can rub up against you for a second, but it doesn't have to stay Mm -hmm. there, and it won't stay there as long as you don't drop your energy. Again, this is, Mm law of attraction is about Mm -hmm. energy. Our words... Mm -hmm. And it's your choice
1: to move in and out of energy that you do not like.
0: Yes. I mean, some people. I've I've had some people who, um, when I again when I first started, I had all these uh, meetups going and stuff. And we'd meet every week. And I had people in my group, beautiful, amazing, creative people, and they shared their stories with me. And uh, one woman showed up and she said, every her parents died of cancer, her aunts died of cancer, everybody around her was dying of cancer. And it's like, where did where did they work? They worked for the American Cancer Association. And she said, I had to quit. <laughs> I had to quit and mm-hmm. I had to let go of that. And she said, because it just was, it, it was literally too close for, to, to home. And so mm-hmm. that's one thing that I, that I had questioned earlier is how do people, you know, have these jobs where they're, they're in with this heavy energy? And then I remember speaking with someone and they said, well, it depends on how they hold their energy in that job because you can mm-hmm. there are there are people out there that take on roles you know they're doctors and nurses and they're they're healers and well, they want to take on they want to take on these roles and they have a different perspective mm-hmm. i know folks that have been in the military who are their energy workers and they're healers and yet it's kind of like what we were saying about this other thing that we were going to do you wanted to hold space for everybody else and that's what they do mm-hmm. they hold space and they because they can hold mm-hmm. their energy in this place of love and compassion and not be affected Mm -hmm. by what's around them. And that's really, and you talk about that powerful energy, especially in groups. When you, Mm -hmm. when you're in a group of people, like for example, if you're listening to this right now, and we are in this group and I can't tell you, I can't necessarily, I can tell you how many people are calling in, but I can't tell you who's actually listening because we have a link. So there are more Mm -hmm. people that listen than call in. So, And together collectively, we create what I like to, it's just a mastermind and a master Mm -hmm. mind. So it's very powerful Mm -hmm. and it's high vibrational. Mm -hmm. And once you get into this energy, you, you know, most of us have asked for everything we've ever wanted, especially if we're adults Mm -hmm. over the age of 25, you know, we all Mm -hmm. have asked energetically um, Mm -hmm. for whatever it is that we want. So, now it's about receiving that, and to receive it, mm-hmm. this is this is my take, and you can you can if you get you can you can uh, share your take, but this is my take. Source God Universe can only mm-hmm. come down to the not even to the physical would only come down vibrationally to a certain level. We raise our vibration up. To meet that source meet that connection meet that happiness mm-hmm. meet that joy right and when we do that mm-hmm. that's when we allow ourselves everything in our lives that make us happy um, or I don't want to even say that it's just we just allow that goodness into our space into our life in a beautiful way mm-hmm. not that 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 mm-hmm. source is constantly working through you but those gifts those mm-hmm. receiving of we receive those gifts when we're in that high vibrational state so that's why when I, re- I remember learning that to in order to connect with my mom's energy and to actually speak with her, I had to mm-hmm. get happy just get happy and be in a place of love right and so I would sit mm-hmm. and meditate and meditate and meditate and one day i could one morning I was meditating, and I just remember hearing my mom's voice, and I was talking to her in my head, and we were laughing and i and I mm-hmm. remember just, when I came out of that, I mean, I, it was like, I'd been crying, but in a good way. My face was Mm -hmm. like like, tears. I had Mm -hmm. tears on my cheeks and I just, I Mm -hmm. just smiled the biggest smile. And I thought to myself, that was amazing. I want to stay in this. That felt so good. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to stay in that. No, of course we're human beings. We don't always stay. We don't always stay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um, Well, I hung
1: up on somebody today. So, (laughs) you know, I mean, But, you know, I wasn't going to put up with the bullshit. You know, I can, my perception was bullshit. So I was like, you know, go ahead with your story or whatever, you know.
0: (laughs) You can tell (laughs) when it's resistant energy, right? Yeah. So, again, it's simply simply that. It's simply law of attraction. And and one thing Mm -hmm. that I wanted to say about the law of attraction, what I've learned, and I think, Anita, you can, we've been in masterminds and groups together, so. Mm-hmm. we have programs or stories that we got before literally before mm-hmm. we were seven, mm-hmm. 7 years old 7 years mm-hmm. old so we talk about these memories of uh four years old and earlier like pre birth before you were born like ancestral stuff 7 mm-hmm. years old to birth to 7 and then 7 till now traumatic things that have happened to us and that's the stuff mm-hmm. that shapes us and forms our stories that we we, mm-hmm. we unconsciously and we live this life un literally 90% unconscious. And that's,
1: mm-hmm. I want to
0: say that's the rub, right? Because 10% of us are conscious. Yes. The other 90% is unconscious and we are automatically going through life,
1: creating
0: mm-hmm. things that back up our stories that are primarily mm-hmm. from the age of seven. <laughs> so it's like, yeah. oh I God. totally agree. And Mm -hmm. so when we start to realize, and awareness is such a key, when we start to realize the things that we're doing now as adults that don't serve us, do not serve us, then it's time to shift that. Mm -hmm. And there are many ways to shift the unconscious mind. Awareness is the key ingredient, though. So I just, you know, it's exciting to really understand how all that starts to work because I mean, I was, again, going back to my family because, you know, it's the examples that I have that I just remember talking to my aunt one time. She was talking about some food she was eating, and I was just like, that just sounds odd. Like, it was just a <laughs> – I can't remember what it was because it's something I don't think I wanted to remember. And she said, well, that's how mama made it. And I'm thinking, you were mm-hmm. like 60-something years old. You don't have to eat it because you don't have to eat it anymore. Like, you don't have to my. eat that.
1: Right. Well, and in my family relating to that, you know, it's my brother and I always listen to, uh, because my sister was the oldest. And I think sometimes when you're the oldest, I'm the middle, so I don't know how it is to be the oldest. But um, sometimes I I noticed when you're the oldest kind of your, I wouldn't say your parents practiced on you, but <laughs> but they did kind of practice on you because you were the first, you know? Yeah. And then they kind of learned from that one, you know? So so I understood, you know, a lot where my sister was coming from because she carried these stories for years and years. And, you know, my brother and I would hear her repeat them, repeat them, and repeat them. But I never got mad because I figured it's because she's the oldest where, you know, I had a totally different perception of my mom because I knew my mom at 14 had, you know, fled her home, her country, lost her father, lost a bunch of her relatives, you know, and I was like, you know, wow, I can't even imagine that, you know, so so whatever mental thing is going on with you, I fully understand
0: yeah. <laughs> you know, that's kind of how I looked at it, you
1: know, because, you know, I mean, think about it. What if right now you and I had to get up off our chairs, pick up our animals and the things we want to keep and leave.
0: Yeah. Well I I'm with I mean, you because I there's a
1: majority of my yeah.
0: family. They didn't they weren't pushed out, but they chose to move from one country to the next.
1: Mm-hmm. You can't imagine going mm-hmm. to a
0: country where I mean, you know the language, but you're not versed in the slang. But you, it's mm-hmm. like immersing yourself in a completely different culture,
1: right? Yeah, right.
0: it's that same like yeah. you and I deciding to move. I don't know to, you know, Poland or German, Germany or right, uh, uh, but right. But you know, you know, German, don't you? No. <laughs> yes, I'm vision. A little because, bit, yeah. So yeah. I'd have to, we'd have to, we'd have to move you to. Well, we could move to Asia because mm-hmm. I don't know any, I don't know any other languages. than English. Me, 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 you know yeah, me. But you me know either. what I'm saying? Like, yes, I get it. Yes, yeah. that idea of actually moving you out of something that you've known your entire life
1: and, and
0: putting. I thought you my life mom life. had a
1: lot of guts, you know, yeah. to, you know, or was a strong person from that. So I just had a different perception.
0: Yeah. Well, we each do. I mean, you lived in a household. Mm-hmm. There were three of you, right? Mm-hmm. And there were three of us growing up. And you ask each of us about our childhood, and we'll have a different story. And we mm-hmm. lived in the same house. Yeah, mm-hmm. the same—not the same, but similar things every day. But you have and like everybody. You said,
1: has, it's a story,
0: right? And everybody <laughs> has a different story, and they have a different perspective, mm-hmm. and they have a different. Mm-hmm different things that happen to them and so yeah and when we under start understanding that that every person is unique and different regardless of how much mm-hmm. time you spent with them or you know mm-hmm. I mean, you you have that you have that you, and it's all a choice mm-hmm. and i want to say that because i have a lot of friends who i grew mm-hmm. up with very close with in high school and love them dearly and i don't speak to them they don't speak with me anymore because of my lifestyle so um and it wasn't just oh, because of them it's because See, of who there's they married. that
1: judgment thing again yeah yep. it's
0: who they it's who they married so mm-hmm. i thought that was that was interesting and i and actually and i just thought of that and that was weird because i said oh i've never been um and I, I, i've never been blatantly uh prejudiced against against me but I mean mm-hmm. it's not that it was because I know she I know she is a dear friend I love her and I'm sure if she were the last person in the world I could call her and say hey this is a and I miss I miss that friendship at the same time mm-hmm. I'm gonna respect the fact that she married someone who is so devout in their faith that they just they just have to draw the line. And I get that. And I'm I'm all for that. I and mean, you know what? If you're gonna do religion, do religion, you know.
1: And but I think I say, the
0: Bible says do not judge. I
1: think I think yeah. there's a verse or two in it. That's there.
0: a different show about Christ consciousness. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do that one next week. Well, <laughs> I don't know. My
1: my Bible says that I should not judge.
0: Yeah. So Yeah. Yeah.
1: Okay. And, I don't know, yeah. but they may have a different Bible.
0: Yeah, I think we were power- this weekend. I think uh, my sister and I were talking. and I think we saw something that uh, Jesus was. There's a lot of signs out between here and Augusta. It's like Jesus is, is coming or Jesus is, uh, I don't know, whatever. And I was like, I thought he never left. i'm like well yeah i'm all about christ consciousness again that's going to be a whole nother show because you know that's a it and that one you know i don't really talk about religion but i i will skirt them a little with that because i'm really am about this about christ consciousness and what that truly is and to me when you really understand what that truly is you're right there is no judgment there's just just absolute unconditional love. Really, that's it. That's the well, right there. Well, Christ didn't
1: judge a lot if you see no. stories, you know. He didn't judge a lot. He accepted people pretty much for what they were, and he knew if they wanted to be healed or not. You know, he didn't yeah. push his healing if he knew somebody didn't want to be healed.
0: Well, so. here, here, here's, the caveat. here's the thing about law of attraction and Jesus. When uh-huh. Jesus looked at you unconditionally,
1: Jesus uh-huh. loved you
0: unconditionally, and that vibration uh-huh. is a high, the highest vibration, right? Uh-huh. That love is the highest vibration. There are two things that had to happen. One, you either left because you couldn't be in his energy, or you raised, uh-huh. your, you raised your vibration to be in his energy, and guess what happened to you? you healed because there is no sickness where I'm well energetically. Mm-hmm. Again, prime example of law of attraction. Good that's, point. Yeah. That's the caveat right there because people don't get it. When Jesus looked at you and loved you unconditionally and you stayed in that space and you looked at Jesus and you loved Jesus and you were appreciative of Jesus loving you unconditionally, mm-hmm. you raised mm-hmm. your vibration and then you were healed, right. you were healed because you cannot have not wellness where there is only wellness, because all Jesus saw was your wellness. Jesus saw the whole Light. of every person. And, that, and mm-hmm. that, is, that is, again, law of attraction, because that's raising vibration. That's mm-hmm. like attracts like vibrationally. And it's so important to, it's like a little, when you really think about mm-hmm. it, it makes so much sense. And my, mm-hmm. my thing is, why aren't people getting this? Why aren't people? you know
1: because they're not ready that, that's yeah. what i'm saying i saw that in my husband you know he was on this certain journey and he yeah. kind of like stopped you know he he got to a certain level and that's what he was comfortable with
0: yeah so who who am i to say you got to go a different way right and that's allowing i go back to that because you've mm-hmm. got to allow because not every person mm-hmm. is going to be in the same space as you are. Not every person is going right. to align. Not every person is going right. to understand where you're coming from. And that's why we do these shows, right? Because otherwise, yeah. we, you know, because people are just like, you guys are, you guys are nuts. You know, yo, yeah, you're wearing the you rose-colored glasses. I'm like, yes, I am. Because I want to see good. I want to see God in every human being. I want to see mm-hmm. love. I want to see peace and joy. And you know what? Sometimes it doesn't happen. And instead of pushing against that and and trying to force, I just hang up on him. Yeah, just kidding. Just hang on. <laughs> <laughs> it's the that. Hey, boundaries. Boom. There you go. Yeah, um, that's right. Yeah, you didn't do it. You just did it because you needed different energy, and you got it. You turn around and got yeah. It. Got yeah. a
1: great person on the line. I mean, I kept yeah. telling him you you've, you've logically explained this to me, and I understand it now, and it makes sense
0: yeah and i appreciate that yeah Mm -hmm. and and that is you know again lining up with truly who you needed to to contact with now why you got the first guy in the first place i have no idea (laughs) why they were having probably to to test me
1: (laughs) i'm going to say to test me you know am i going to have my ego and argue with somebody that you know stuck on a point or am I going to yeah. get an answer to my question and I wanted an answer to my
0: question so yeah and then I'm thinking maybe energetically you got clearer at that point so you hung up to get some help oh, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah
1: it was great yeah. because I manifested a person who explained it to
0: me perfectly yeah so yeah. you know I, I like talking about Law of Attraction. I talk about Abraham a lot because, you know, Abraham has some good points, and I do understand, and I love Abraham. At the same time, Abraham doesn't necessarily live in the physical, so that's mm-hmm. always an interesting perspective, you know,
1: mm-hmm. to understand what mm-hmm. it's like to
0: live in the physical and change that. It's it's not mm-hmm. always an easy. It's not always an easy thing. Let's just put it that way. So just give be okay. I want to say you know. Be okay, you know. Don't don't beat yourself. I remember when I first started. I didn't want no negative thoughts, no negative anything. And then I wasn't going to believe mm-hmm. it, and then, you know. And it's like you. Sometimes you're going to get angry. Sometimes you're going to get sad, and it's okay. That's how you just, learn. That's how you yeah, grow. Try mm-hmm. not. You know, my biggest caveat to that is try not to take it out on someone else. You know. Go in a room. Mm-hmm. I remember when I remember when my mom my mom passed and. I didn't understand all of energy, but I did understand that I was getting very sad and angry, and I didn't want to. I didn't want to be around people when I did that. I would go into the bathroom or I'd go in the back room. Mm-hmm. I had a big warehouse, so I could go hide away, and I would just get angry and pound on the wall. You know, I was just so because mm-hmm. it was. Sudden. It wasn't like my mom wasn't sick, and then for a long time I wasn't able to even, you know. Have that with her. It was, process it, yeah. You know, process six Friday it. Sunday, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, but and at the same time, I'm glad she didn't suffer. I'm glad it was quick mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. And so I, I appreciate that. I just wish I had more time with her. That's all. And I do remember mm-hmm. the last, uh, literally the last words that I said to her, and I didn't just say, "And we yelled at the phone." I love you. I love you. I love you. I can't wait to see you next week. Cause she was coming to help me with some big projects, and um, that was it. And mm-hmm. I, I, uh-huh. I have solace in that. That those were the last words. Uh-huh. You know. And Uh I know in my heart of hearts, I said, I know my mom is around me all the time. I know she's um, got a sense of humor. I know um, when ELO, the electric light orchestra music comes on, that that's my mom. Even when it comes on on the weirdest channels when it's not supposed to come on. And, you know, so Uh I I recognize things like that. I recognize um, little subtle things that I know are my mom, like you recognize your mom's 555, you know. And mm-hmm. I have another friend, Tina. Mm-hmm. Her she recognizes her mom's two two two, so it's neat. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody got they get that.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I know I've been I've been around you guys where you're like five 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 or two 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 or okay, but yeah. So I think it's you know understanding what law of attraction is, and it's not something that it is something that you can direct. It takes a little time to do that. It take because it takes you pivoting. Your energy, and it takes you, um, it takes that thought. You've got to get that thought process that it's not someone else's fault, it's not someone else's deal. It's not, you know, when when you are affected mm-hmm. by what someone else does outside in the world, that you know they they did this to me. You've got to look at that and say, okay, what's what's my gift in that? It, yes, they did. You know, they did something. Yeah, that that's what to, I was appreciate. gonna say.
1: A lot of times that's a blessing, like what happened when you were at my house. It's like a blessing because yeah. it pushes you toward doing something that you know, in our case, is much more spiritual Yes. than what was going on there. Yeah. So, you know, a lot of times it is. it is a true blessing. Yeah. That the universe is redirecting your course.
0: (laughs) Right. And so now after, like, I know it's been 11 years for me and understanding and working that muscle of, I call it the law of attraction Mm -hmm. muscle. But when you start working Mm -hmm. that and start getting it, then it gets easier to pivot, easier to shift. And it's Mm -hmm. easier when you see that the universe has conspired to do you good, like shifting that. Um, we do have mm-hmm. somebody raising their hand. They just raised their hand with one. Like oh to take good. A call? Yeah. Okay. sure. All right. All right, Area Code four three four, you're on the air. Hi. Hi. My name's Khalil. Khalil. I think you called us before. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. How are you this evening?
2: Pretty good. Good. I'm wondering I'm wondering like, um, Will I get, like, um, people to hang out with or will I get, like, a um, like um, a girlfriend or something like that or, like, a person to hang out with, like, either way, like, someone that's going to be in my life for a long time?
0: Is that something that you really want?
2: Uh, yeah, it is. I want someone to be in my life for a long time.
0: Okay. Do you, okay. Okay. Um... You know we can we can, it's funny how when we answer a question and at the same time, you've got to take inspired action to make that happen. So Khalil, I guess the question for you is, and I know this isn't easy with the pandemic, but are there things that you seek out socially to be able to hang out with people or to share information with people? Um, I know you're interested in like law enforcement and things like that. So yeah. the, you know, uh, I don't know if, you know, if you like to go to movies or if you like to go to dinner or what it is that you want to do, but there are always um, people out there who want to do this. I mean, if you've, there's a, um, there's a whole website, if you're online, it's called meetup.com and they oh, yeah. do things and you'll have to check to see though. Cause again, we're in the pandemic still, and we're still being very cautious, but this is, um, this meetup is a great place if you if you have a hobby and there are people that are doing the same hobby. Like I know um, there are people who, you know, I'm on a couple of groups and they're mostly about law of attraction and um, spiritual stuff and some marketing stuff, small business stuff. Because those are the things that I'm interested in. I think I am on like a dinner group in my area. so. Things like that. And, of course, some of, some of those groups aren't, aren't doing much right now, but a lot of them do. Or they'll say, you know, we're going to get together and have dinner, but it's going to be a small group of ten instead of, you know, how many ever show up. So you can mm-hmm. look in your area and see if anybody's doing that. I don't know if you like riding bikes or maybe you like kayaking or paddle boarding if you have water, you know, mm-hmm. roller skating, any of that. So I would suggest taking inspired action and finding groups of people to actually go do stuff with and just be social. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know, you know, again, what your area uh, provides. I mean, some people have social. You, know, you can go. I know there are a couple places here that have coffee shops, and they'll have different things happening on different nights. And you can just go hang out. You can do trivia. You know, you can. Um, I had one coffee shop I went into while I was traveling. It was very neat. Uh, it was a gathering for uh, deaf people. And so you talk about interesting because we walked, we were traveling, oh. we were walking in to get coffee and it was, it was pretty quiet in there and everybody's like, they're, they're they're using their hands and it was so amazing to watch this. And so the people, the, the barista did both. She spoke to us, but she also signed while she was speaking. And so we started asking questions and they had, they had, they're probably are not doing it right now, but they had a gathering like once a month and it was for the deaf community. And I thought, that is so cool. Anyway, not getting off topic, Khalil. but you know, the, life is what you make it. So you've got to take inspired action to seek out people who enjoy the same things that you do, um, right. the same conversations that you do uh the same you know the same interest so if that's simply joining a group that maybe goes and sees movies maybe that's a start um um i you know potentially i think there there are people four people there you just have to find them you know but i don't mm-hmm. think here's the, here's the, okay so let's do the law of attraction spin on this Khalil so <clears throat> the idea is maybe write down the type of people or person that you would like to be with Maybe not necessarily, maybe just things like, are they kind? Are they artistic? Are they musical? Are they, what are their interests? Do they like, you know, what I like? So write down maybe your your aspirations or your list of things that you really enjoy and maybe something that you would appreciate in someone in your life. And that way Mm -hmm. it's almost like you're scripting out and i would re- i would honestly recommend re- re- handwriting it not just typing it in a computer because that's 85% retention and also helps with the physical body and moving and then it's like it's also scripting out a scenario of how, what you would like to, you know, it's like, hi, we want to go. Do we want, again, we want to go have coffee. Do we want to go to the movies? Do we want to go roller skating? Do we want, you know, do we want to go jump out of an airplane? I don't know, you know, whatever hobbies it is that you have. So write all that stuff down because those are the things that you want to, I want to say bring in because there are a couple of things. First of all, we are manifestors and creators of our life. So when we know what we want and we're clear on that, then that's when, we have that show up in our life. At the same time, Mm -hmm. we do live on a planet where we have to take inspired action. So writing it down, making that list, and also taking inspired action to go places that you enjoy and have fun, not necessarily because you want to meet someone, but because you want to have some fun and enjoy yourself. Mm -hmm. And I will tell you, that's when you manifest. And that's when, Mm -hmm. because when you're... When you're looking at someone going, hmm, could they be the one? I remember having a conversation with someone. She said every time she went out, when when somebody would walk in the door, and she potentially would say, would that be the one? Would that be the one? Would that be the one? And it's like you're questioning as if you don't have it. So you don't want to do that. What you want to Uh do is just enjoy yourself, have conversations, meet people, get to know them, and then – Mm-hmm. That person or those people will show up for you. They will actually show up in mm-hmm. your space. Does that make sense? Also, yeah.
2: Also, yeah. Um, one of the things I found out is um, I've been kind of like self-conscious about who I am, and mm-hmm. um, I realized I realized that like um, in like relationships, whether it's family, friends, or romantic, both both parties give each other a hand emotionally, physically, and mentally. Mm-hmm. And um, I just thought that one side would be giving other other side a hand. Like, let's say it's a a male, he he'd be always giving the female a hand. I I didn't know that it was both sides doing that because I've never really had like a lot of different. I've had a lot of people in my life, but I've never. It's never been consistent. I've never had a, like a a um, girlfriend or boyfriend.
0: Mhm. You want an independent person who has their own life much like you have your own life because you want to because what happens is when you have two very independent people who have their life and they're enjoying their life when they when they come together and create this relationship, it literally creates this third energy that's magnificent and amazing. Now, in a relationship, some things happen. Maybe one person loses their job or something happens where, you know, they lose a parent or something and they're sad. The other person will help them out. But it is both both ways you each person should not only support themselves but when they're in relationship when things you know it's ebb and flow and things go different ways that we're there you can support that person not only physically but emotionally and spiritually that's super important otherwise the if you look at it if one person isn't independent then they're relying on the other person and how much heaviness does the other person have to take you know how much, and, and I know people fall in love and they think this is the best thing in the world and oh my god I'm going to take care of you, and then I then as you grow and all of a sudden the relationship it's kind of like, you know why are you on the couch all day and I'm working, you know you're not doing it you know and I've heard that before you're not putting the toothpaste cap on the toothpaste and you're not cleaning up and you're not, <laughs> and it's always what you're not doing right, <laughs> so now yeah. we want to look at what what you appreciate and what you enjoy about the person and first. You don't get 100% of everything from one person either. You've got to have friendships. You've You've got to nurture those friendships as well. A lot of people get into relationships, and they tend to drop all their friends. Well, when that relationship, things start happening, you know, there's no one else for that person to go communicate with or even just take a break. I'm going to the movies with my buddies, you know. So you want to, you do want to have a relationship where there are two independent people who come together to create this relationship. And it is about helping each other, both physically, emotionally, and spiritually, and everything that you do. So, you know, just if you can understand that, it is, it is a complete, um, it is a complete relationship. And it's, it's, it's. I think there are a lot of relationships that I think are are heavy on one side because they got into it with this idea of I'm going to be this person, the other person's going to be this person and then somebody ultimately doesn't fulfill the other person's needs or isn't the person that they thought they were and the next thing you know everything is kind of, you know, crazy. <laughs> but definitely you know, you do, I, I mean, that's my, of course, that's my perspective, being in a very long-term relationship and having things go awry and not understanding how you, you know, how people can can enable people. You can actually enable can somebody and not even know it. I think that's important to understand, too. So when you say, oh, yeah, you don't have to have a job, you don't have to have anything, and you can just sit on the couch and eat bonbons, well, is that a life for someone else, really?
1: And mm-hmm. ten years
0: down the road, are you going to be happy with that person sitting on the couch eating bonbon? So, I don't know, Anita. You want to chime in?
1: No, I I think what you said is perfect. I mean, yeah. you, the whole thing is to get the message out to God and the universe that you're ready. Yeah. And, and can I say yeah. one more thing? Sorry. Um, sure. Sure. Um, I um,
2: there's a website called the the Knot, and um. I don't know if you guys know about it.
1: Mm-mm.
2: Well, um, basically, it's like a wedding website, The Knot, The Bump, and um, I forgot the name of it. But basically, it's like people doing, like, they go out in pictures. They uh, take pictures at the beach, uh, snowboarding, things like that. Mm-hmm. And basically, it's almost like they split places. One One person will do one thing. Like one person might hug the the one person, and the other person will turn around and do the same thing to that person, like hug the mm-hmm. person, or they'll basically like do things like that. And it, it mm-hmm. should tell me that it's both sides doing different things, doing the same thing. Okay. Mhm.
0: But that. Yeah. um But just understand too, Khalil, that to you know you don't have to be like exact exactly the same. It's nice to have someone who has their own hobbies and their own interests as well that are different from yours. Because two, you you know, and there are some people that I guess are okay being together 24-7. I don't know too many people that are, but they, you know, <laughs> want to help each other and encourage each other's interests and their hobbies. And that's important too. But yes, I mean, I, I think if, if, if you liked um, motorcycle riding, and then you picked a partner that didn't like motorcycles I think that'd be an issue you know that's an example so you you want to you you want to attract people that that do have similar interests and do have and do uh like to do some of the things you know do you like hiking do they like to go hiking um you like riding your bike do they like riding I mean maybe they don't but maybe that's okay with you because maybe they like roller skating and you can ride your bike and they can roller skate so it's okay that you're different. Um I think that actually makes it a little more interesting, but just know mm-hmm. that um you know and don't try to be something that you're not. I think that's a key too with people because when you you've got because when you start out trying to be something that you're not you've got to maintain that and that's that's not some I personally don't think that some of you, everybody can maintain that for a long period of time eventually you're gonna show yourself your true self and transparency to me is a very key component in relationships. Um sometimes to the point mm-hmm. where maybe and I I I'll, I'll I'll say this maybe sometimes it doesn't maybe sound so nice because you are being transparent, and you're being honest, but at the same time you're saying, okay, these are my boundaries and I need you to understand my boundaries. And if somebody really cares about you, they're going to have a conversation with you, they're going to communicate with you about boundaries, about their boundaries too. So right. I'm, yeah, okay. very important. But yes, um, I, you know, definitely check out. I don't know about this not thing, but definitely check out. I like meet because it's not like a dating site. It's a site to do fun stuff. Um, you put in your zip code and you can put however, how much, you know, how many miles you want to travel around you and it'll find different things for you to do. I mean, for the most part, I mean, if you're living in some rural area. I don't know that it does, but, you know, if you're in a, near a city or in a suburb or something, it'll, it'll pop up. Um And unless you're uh, a facilitator, it doesn't cost anything, you know, and you're on there. And so that's a pretty, it's, to me, it's a pretty cool thing. I've, I've been able to meet some really nice people and some dear friends through Meetup. So um I would suggest using that to start off with and, and um yeah. And again, make that list of what, what the type of person uh, or people, even I'd say make one of the type of person you'd like to be in a a, a relationship with but also the type of friends you would like to have and um, right. yeah, just start scripting it out.
2: Thank you guys.
0: You're welcome, Khalil. Have mm-hmm. a great evening. A great you too. Alright, we'll talk to you soon. You too. Alright, well we've got a few more minutes, Anita. I was hoping you would uh, pull some cards for us. So I will awesome. do it. Let's awesome. see. I'm gonna.
1: I'm gonna ask uh, all our guides. Uh, of course, everything's for our divine good. And what do we need to know to um, continue to bring that abundance into our lives? I think that's the question I'm going to ask and raise those vibrations. Yeah, I think that's... All right. Mm, They're thinking I'm using the angels and ancestors because, of course, they're very wise. Oh, got the high priest. Intend and create. Pretty much what you were saying <laughs> been, yeah,
0: That's what we're <laughs> Wanting to do. That's what we're doing yeah. Yes we're in the process yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yes It says uh, recognize That you have the power to change Your life face your fear And align with the light Perfect mm-hmm. card yeah,
0: Hey take a snapshot Of that one and send it to me I think I'm going to put that on my Okay uh, I
1: will On I my virtual vision
0: board mm-hmm.
1: Mhm. I will do that. Yep. That's uh that's why I'm you know, I truly feel that we're not here alone. You know, we've been talking about this and what card comes up. Intend and create.
0: Yes.
1: You know, it's like we say all of us that do cards, it's you know, you can't make this up. No. <laughs> the universe just keeps just, giving us
0: messages. And guides us, and and just and confirmations.
1: To me, this was a confirmation Mm -hmm. of what you were saying. Yep. Yep. Mhm. I like it. I'll pull one from if we still have time from the archangels too. Okay, I'll pull one from the archangels. They usually have some very good advice. And that's another thing, you know, people um, that are listening, uh, you have, I mean, as a human, sometimes we think we're confined to what we think is this reality. But you, to me, you have help from other dimensions, other realms, your ancestors, um, you know, you just have to ask. Because they give you free will. If you don't ask, you're not going to get the help. Yeah. But, um, all right, there's two that are wanting to pop up here. So um, the first one is for Raphael, and, of course, Raphael, the um, archangel of healing. So it says, Seek out other possibilities. And we were talking mm-hmm. about that earlier, that, mm-hmm. you know, even, even like you're, you, you know, when we give advice, you or I say, you know, put your vision board, I always say, or better, you know, always yes. put or better. So be open to your outcome, but also be open to maybe something better that's available for you. Yeah, um, so it says look for the magic in life. Be aware of your own emotions and we talk about that. Don't start worrying about other people's emotions. You you take care and handle yours first and you you be what cuz what you're putting out in the world with your emotions, your words, etc, your actions is probably what you're going to attract back. Right. So, you know, just be aware of that. And then um, the other one is the page of Ariel, and it says an excellent opportunity will be offered to you.
0: Time Mm. to get to work. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So beautiful.
0: And that's what we've been chatting about behind the scenes. That's confirmation of all the stuff that we've been talking about. Yeah. I appreciate you doing that for us. Yeah. And, and of course, holding spades. And um, let uh-huh. me uh, let everyone know how they connect with you. You can go to www.earthpathguide.com. And you can email Anita at askanita at earthpathguide.com. And you can also connect with me through universal. Actually, you can connect with all the, the uh the folks here on Universal Energy Radio at ask at ask@universalenergyradio.com, and if you'd like some uh, some freebies, you can always go to my website lifegetsbetterandbetter.com, and I've got some I am statements and uh, information about our sponsor, the MAP Coaching Institute, and uh, I don't know a few other little things on there. Anyway, subject to change at any time, of course. So. Um, uh huh. I really appreciate you, Anita. I don't know if you've got any um uh, words that you'd like to close us with.
1: I I would just like to um really just let everybody know that you are extremely powerful and to just use discernment. Uh you know, pay attention to your words, um Pay attention to your actions and what, you know, you wouldn't want for you, then don't, you know, don't do that to others. And and I would also encourage something that I'm learning to do more of is to listen better
0: Mm.
1: and, you know, really listen, not just to people's words, but listen to their body language, listen to their actions, you know, um, listen to their story. Anna was talking about their story. You know, is, are they constantly saying the same story? You know, all of that is listening, listening to the whole package. So, Mm -hmm. um, and of course, listen to yourself too. Are you repeating Mm -hmm. something that's not moving
0: you forward in your life? So I I would just say, start paying attention to all that stuff. And I want to say this, if you are talking, if you're talking, and Anita's listening to you and you start telling that story that doesn't feel so great and how and she will correct, <laughs> she will of course correct you. And so she will shift, she will make you shift. So <laughs> I think, mm-hmm. um, I think that's people don't realize that, but they, and again, that goes back to that unconscious thing where we beat the drum of something constantly. And the more we tell mm-hmm. that story, the more we tell that story. So it's time to shift folks and it's time to become aware of what doesn't serve us anymore. And um, mm-hmm. I just appreciate everybody listening in. And uh, if you're on social media, certainly join us on uh, Facebook uh, at Universal Energy Radio and on Instagram under Universal Energy Media. Um, we're on mm-hmm. a couple others too, but you know, I'm not. I'm not doing so much. I am putting some inspirational stuff up there and artsy stuff, and the, I'm not pushing it so much. So. Definitely connect with us via email or, or right here through Blog Talk Radio. We would appreciate it. Mm-hmm. And um we just appreciate everybody. And be looking too. out be looking. for the things we're
1: gonna be working on. Yeah, such as YouTube actually,
0: yeah, and uh that. We're gonna actually be watching uh, Universal Energy T V, which we already have. We just we need to do videos. <laughs> so that's our next step. Uh-huh. Uh, we're looking forward to that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I appreciate you, Anita so much and i love so that earlier. You. Yep. And love you. Yeah. And everybody too. have a great morning, afternoon, or evening wherever you are. And again, thanks for listening to Universal Energy Radio, the Abundant Empower Hour. We'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye.